Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. How is everybody doing today? That was like three of you. You're doing good. Good morning. I'm glad. How many are ready to hear the word of God? So I'm going to rely on the spirit to speak it and you rely on the spirit to receive it. Amen. Um, and, uh, we're going to learn some things about prayer today and man, the Lord is just, I'm telling you when you, um, when you step into obedience in places that God asks you to step into, he will grace you and help you walk those things out. It's incredible. So don't ever think that when God asks you to do something, you're going to step out there and be all by yourself because you are not. That is when grace kicks in and uh, it's an amazing thing. And God helps us and he teaches us by the Holy Spirit, by his word, and uh, <clears throat> we grow. Amen? <clears throat> Excuse me. So this morning, um, let's actually start with this. We're going to go right into um, just a open up in prayer, I guess. But um, So why don't you bow your heads and just posture your heart toward the Lord. Father, we just come before you this morning. Lord, we thank you for your word. Father, we are people that honor your word. We honor your spirit. We honor you in this place, Lord. So thank you, Father, that you're teaching us today. Thank you for revelation as we're teaching, hearing, listening, Father, and that this word is planted into our heart, the soil of our heart, Father, and it begins to grow and bear much fruit. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we're talking about effective prayer, and um, the reason why, you know, I kind of, I felt like the Lord had put this on my heart to share is because um, there's so many times that it feels like in the Christian world that there's just a lot of unanswered prayers. Anybody ever see that? Or is it just me? You know, you got believers that are believing for things and cause that's what we do. Believers believe, right? Um, but there also is this frustration, and um, sometimes there's almost a lot of times what I hear, um, and I've heard this in myself as well, is just kind of like this. It's almost like, um, you know, let's just, and we talked about this last week, but throwing up the prayer and hoping that God catches it, but he might be kind of busy because there's all of you guys praying too. So if you could all be quiet for a little bit. And let me have my time. But um, what that is, is and if, we don't, if, we, if we actually sat and read the word and looked at the word in regards to prayer, we would see a lot of stuff. I, I believe the Lord will open our eyes to a lot of things in prayer that maybe we looked at differently. Maybe we've looked at religiously. Okay? Because so I think sometimes prayer gets that those religious, that religious mindset or that religious duty put with it. And prayer is not religious duty at all. So we're going to look into some things. And last week we talked about in James 5.16, and we're actually going to go back there because there's so much in that verse. And uh, the reason why I believe the Holy Spirit highlighted this one, the Lord highlighted this particular verse is, is that we get, I hear a lot the quoted, the quoted, the righteous the prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. It's powerful, but there's so much more in that particular passage of scripture that we don't focus on. 
And I want to be effective in prayer. How about you? I want what James says here that we can have, and that is powerful, effective, the amplified dynamic in its working prayer. I don't think anybody in here doesn't want that. We all want that. And so um, in James 5.16, and I'm going to read, this is, remember we read this quote last week, but D.A. Carson says, effective prayer is the fruit of a relationship with God, not a technique for acquiring blessings. I'm guilty. I've used it as a technique or something you do to acquire something from God. And there is some truth in that, but that's not what prayer is, all right? So um, in James 5, 16, it says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, and remember we talked about effective is operative and fruitful. Fervent, which is heartfelt and sincere prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. James 5, 16. So we talked about righteousness is, is in itself. You cannot earn that. That's a free gift, all right? You don't, it's not, okay, I did so much good, now I'm righteous. If that were the case, the law would still be in place, and that's how we would operate, and we would never, ever be able to attain righteousness on our own and that way. Thank you, Jesus, for coming Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for, for um, establishing righteousness, not based on our works, but based on, does anybody know the answer? Faith. Our belief in God and what he says. So righteousness is attainable, is, is unattainable by any law or by any merit of man's own or any other condition than that of faith in Jesus Christ. We did look at some scriptures last week. We're not going to go back there, but 2 Corinthians 5.21 talks about this. The man or woman who trusts in Christ becomes the righteousness of God in him. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21, that the righteousness of God in him. Becomes in Christ all that God requires a man to be and all that he could never be in himself. You know, you're um, being successful in Christianity, being a, a believer that bears fruit, realizes that in and of ourselves we can do nothing. We can accomplish nothing. I can think of two places in the scripture where it actually says it in those words. And that's when you don't abide in him. Without him, you can do nothing. And then also without love, you can do nothing. You are nothing is what it says. So we need God. A successful believer, somebody who is fruitful in the kingdom of God, has a good understanding that I cannot do this on my own. I need God. And in that place of your heart is that place of humility and yieldedness and reverence to the Lord. Because you realize and you are, you are so convinced that without him, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. And so righteousness is imputed by or assigned you could say by faith and we see that in Galatians 2 16 
The faith, now listen to this. So righteousness is imputed by faith or assigned by faith. The faith thus exercised brings the soul into vital union with God in Christ and inevitably produces righteousness of life. And that is conformity to the will of God. Do you understand that's what righteousness right there means? The righteous man or woman. So the man or woman of God who by faith has exercised and re received righteousness then exercises that faith to bring their soul into vital union with God in Christ and inevitably this then produces right righteousness of life and that is righteousness of life that is conformity to the will of God now conformity is to adhere to comply, comply to its obedience to the will of God so uh, to conformity to the will of God also is it's God governed in all that we do God directed so see, it's not the righteousness talked about in James 5.16 where it says the prayer of a righteous man or woman is not just talking about your position, but then also your function in that position of righteousness. The same way, the Lord spoke it to me like this, the same way that you received righteousness is the same way that you operate in righteousness. The same way, by faith, that you received your righteousness, by faith in Jesus, is the same way that you're going to operate in righteousness in your life. So being righteous is not just a position that you attain and then we get to just do whatever we want. It is a position but it's also the way we live and the way we carry ourselves. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He gave us something that we could not receive on our own. And every other grace and promise that you cannot receive on your own is by faith. It's by grace through faith. That's why, I'm get, kind of getting ahead of myself, but, so let me go back here. So conformity adjusts to, uh, has respect for, agreement to, comes in harmony with, and a correspondence in character and behavior. Now, before you think, well, that sounds like a lot of doing. I thought we couldn't do anything to get to be righteous. You don't. That's free. But then living in righteousness is also, I mean, the ability, God's grace in you, but is also obtained by faith. And faith has action. If it does not have action, it is dead. It's not working. It's dead. It's dead, dead. All right? If righteousness, and I'll read this again, is only received by faith, then living in that position is also maintained by faith. 
And the frustration comes when we know that we're righteous, but we're not experiencing the fruit of righteousness because righteousness has fruit. That's a scripture. Righteousness has fruit. There, is, there should be in your position of right standing with God, there should be in us a, um, a sign of fruit. So as the righteous, if we are to be experiencing prayers, listen, that makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working, then we cannot just use faith to get to that position, but then we must by faith live from and in that position. We see this in Romans 1.17, and you can turn there because we're going to be there for just a little bit. But the avenue that got you in is the avenue that helps you to enjoy the benefits in the position of righteousness of God. Does that make sense? We're going to see it in the scripture here. What got you to the place of righteousness with God? Faith. What got Jesus living in your heart? Faith. What keeps you in that position that he's given you? Faith. And what does faith do? Faith hears the word of God and then responds to it by applying it to their life, thus producing the fruit that a righteous man and woman should produce. Kingdom fruit. Listen, we've got to understand this. That, and we kind of, I think it's because we treat things a little bit lightly sometimes in life. And we just kind of, well, you know, just kick, bump through life. I'm going to make it. But the scripture says that if you sow to, um, if you sow to the flesh, you reap correct, corruption. If you float, sow to the spirit, you reap life. Listen, there's a sowing. There's this, there's this law in the scripture that was set forth that works whether you like it or not. And whether God likes it or not. He doesn't like to see us sow to the flesh and reap corruption. The design is, is that we've been brought into the kingdom of light and then we operate and live from that kingdom and that is where we experience the blessings and the freedom that he says that we have. Not by our own way of doing things and our own way of thinking and our own way of being in life, but then we then come in line with and conform to his will because we're a new nature and that's what we do now and we and we flow in his his system his kingdom system not our own and not the world's and that's where blessings flow so if you just take James uh, 5 16 and you say oh I'm righteous and my prayers avail and much and they're powerful and you never see that in your life something's wrong and it's not God This was like big in me. Like, guys, this is like, 
Thank you, Father, for the revelation because when God brings revelation like that and correction and instruction, what he's doing is he's saying, I want you to apply this correction and instruction to your life and really understand this because I really want you to have the blessings that are in my word. I really want to because I paid such a high, high price for it. And it wasn't in vain. It was for you to walk in now. We're not going to need healing in heaven. We're not going to need finances in heaven. He's already got ready for me a horse ranch <laughs> and a nice pair of gold cowboy boots because I don't have any. And Suzanne, you'll even want to ride my horses because they don't run off on you. I just got way off. Focus. I was thinking about horses. I love horses. You, you wouldn't know that, but I love horses. I love really old, tame horses, too. <clears throat> So righteousness and being a righteous man or woman of God isn't, I'm in, now I can live however I want. No, it's the just or the righteous live by faith. Romans 1.17. For in it, it's talking about the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So the gospel, what's the gospel? Oh, it's the good news. It's what Jesus did. It's, it's our new life in him. It's everything that this, it's, it's the gospel. It's the good news. Man, it's good news. That righteousness of God is revealed it's uncovered and made known by divine inspiration from, and everybody knows if you remember anything from grade school that from, it's that, it's a, what, conjunction word? Is that what they call it? No. What is it? We're just not going to go there. It actually is indicating the point, <laughs> you guys. Does anybody actually know? Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, okay. It's a word that brings one part to another part, I think. Thank you. Man, you're smart. Oh, it's your wife. But from indicating the point in space at which a journey, a motion, or action starts. So what is God saying here? That the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. The just live by faith. So I'm going to have faith today, and I'm going to have faith later today, and I'm going to have faith tomorrow, and I'm going to have faith the next day, and I'm actually going to live by in faith because I'm righteous. And as I live in faith, and it continues, that revelation just continues to come, then I am going to step into promises that I've never experienced yet. Because we don't stop. 
because the righteous live, operate, move, breathe, eat, think, faith. That's what righteous people do. So if you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and you're a man or a woman, and your faith, your prayers are, then we've got to check where our faith is at. And we're going to get into this as we go, but faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Listen, if faith comes that way, why do we only feed our faith a couple minutes a week? Now, that might be far-stretching because I think some of you probably feed more than that. And it's not talking about that, listen, in, in relationship with the Lord, I've grown to this place, and I'm still growing here. I'm not saying I've arrived at all, but I've grown to the place where, where if this, I need this every day. And then when I read this, there are portions of that or portions that I've read in the past that I've, that I've treasured inside my heart. And as I'm going through my day, I'm fellowship with, fellowshipping with God saying, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have the strength to do everything that you've called. You strengthen me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I am, I am an overcomer because of the blood of Jesus Christ. These things begin to come up in you and that that is allowing the word of God throughout your day to have first place. And your faith begins to poof, grow and expand. It's amazing. Fellowshipping with God. Prayer is fellowshipping with God. Prayer is communion with the Father. I don't think that Jesus went around scrambling, and then run into the prayer closet. Oh, Father, what are we going to do? No, it says that he only said and did what he, he only said what the Father said and did what the Father did, which means that throughout the whole day, he was hearing what God was saying. He was hearing what the Father was wanting to do. He was hearing those things, and then he would go, and he would get in his closet, and he would spend time with the Father, and they'd just fellowship, and, and the Father God would be like, strength, strength, direction. Here's where we're going, son. Here's where we're going, son. This is what we're doing, and here's some strength and here's how you walk and operate in that grace and that's prayer and he would go there to get answers I know he would but he wouldn't go there in a frenzy wondering what to do because he lived a life of fellowship with God and not just moment to moment but he lived that way he lived by faith the just live by faith they operate in that place so life in him begins by faith, is filled with faith, and ends with faith. From faith to faith. From faith to faith. You don't just use faith to get into the doors and into that place of righteousness. You use your faith to maintain a righteous, the new person that you are in him. That's how you operate in his kingdom. It's by faith. It's by faith. That's how we operate. 
And honestly, living by faith is a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. So the just shall live by faith. We find life. This is, um, I'm going to read a couple different translations, but uh, this is not one. Just, the just live by faith. We will find and continue to find life as the result of faith. The faith and faith has an action to it. So the NLT says, this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. So you can, ha you can be a righteous person and not experience the life that's prov been provided in that position. It's kind of like what we were talking about, or I had kind of brought up about kids, the kids in our home. We have the way, this is the way the McFarland home runs. And I want you to experience all the benefits. But if you sow to the flesh, there's a seed that comes, or there's a harvest that comes from that seed. But if he lives there, or they, I say he, it's not just my son. Oh, well, the others are almost gone. Well, one's gone. One's almost gone. But it's not as, as Sean and I are not, you know, waiting for them to mess up and then discipline, and then we're just like, oh, that was fun. No, we want our kids to experience every benefit, but in their choices sometimes, they lose out because they've taken themselves from a position of obe obedience and then put themselves in a position of disobedience. God doesn't like that either, but it's a law and it's going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, we're not going to be afraid about all the things that we've planted because God's merciful and he's gracious and he'll help us out and it's a growing process and we're learning and we're developing in him. But if you want those tremendous, powerful prayers, then you operate in faith and you live by it. And faith is obedient and faith has action to it. Amen? The New Living, that last portion of the New Living, New Living Bible says, the man who finds life will find it through trusting God. The message, the person in right standing before God, by trusting him, really lives. <clears throat> faith hears the word, and then obedience is the action to that faith. And this is where we have fruit that is from heaven. Righteousness has fruit, and it is, it is experienced through faith. It's experienced through faith, and faith has obedience to it. So we could read James 5.16 like this. Now stick with me because this is kind of wordy, but this is really good if you, if you can hear it. So don't try to write it down. Just listen. The operative, this is James 5.16, putting it into the words that we've just read the, the uh, meanings, the definitions, the different things that we just read about 5.16, James 5.16. The operative, fruitful, heartfelt, and sincere prayer or humble entreaty of the righteous 
which is a position obtained by faith, trust in him alone of right standing with God because of Jesus, and is then lived out by a man or woman living a life of faith which is exercised and brings the soul into vital union with God in Christ and inevitably produces righteousness of life that conforms to the will of God. And therefore, this person produces tremendous power prayers that are dynamic in their working and full of the heaven fruit that righteousness produces. Hallelujah. This should be really exciting because you just, I just, we just got revelation on what produces powerful prayers. Prayer is not a ritual. It's not a set, a fixed set of words. It's a lifestyle of fellowship with him as our Lord. He is our master, and we can only serve one. Matthew 6.24 says that. A.W. Tozer. Ooh, and he will. He, he knows how to step on your toes, okay? He says, prayer will become effective when we stop using it as a substitute for obedience. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you should walk around wearing that with such honor and respect for where God has positioned us and me. And in that place of honoring and respecting this place of righteousness that we could have never gotten on our own, ever, we get the opportunity to then please our Father by faith and live out this new name of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus by being serious about what he's saying to us and being serious about applying it and working with God in this life. And it's not about God taking away all of our fun, but it's actually about God making those things that, that we think are all oh, that, you know, but making our life amazing. You don't even know what fun is yet. Fun is obedience. Fun is faith. Faith is fun. Powerful prayers are fun. They're amazing. They're beyond anything. He's the, he's the God that above and beyond anything we could think or imagine. God, yeah, take me there. I want to be there. Well, I'm not just in the gates of heaven. And I don't just live that way then. I live as a citizen of heaven. We're here as aliens. We're here as aliens to bring his righteousness, the fruit of it, and everything good that he is to this world to be on display for all to see. And when our mindset is that way, God takes care of our life. He just, better than we can. Come on, better than we can. So much. We think we're so good. We're nothing without God. 
We're nothing without God. We're nothing without him. So the whole point of James 5.16 there is this, listen. We have a part to continue to play. And that's people that live by faith. That's what we get to do for God. That pleases God. That's how we get to live. And you live in this, it's amazing. Life with Jesus just keeps getting better and better and better. The more I die, it gets better. Now that's contrary to natural thinking because no one likes to die, that hurts. But the more I die and the more he lives, the more I live in him and it's incredible. And your prayer life and your time with God turns into something that has maybe been treated as light in your life to now, man, to fellowship with you, Lord. It's the highlight of my day. It's the highlight. I used to think dates were the highlight of my day. Sorry, honey. Spending time with God is the highlight of my day. Amen? So we're going to pray for a little bit. Sean, you want to come help me? And then, um, but I want to do this before, if, if praying in the Spirit is new to you or you don't quite understand it, we have these mini books that say why, it's called Why Tongues by Brother Hagen. You maybe got it in your new believers pack. But if you want more understanding, we'll give you one of these. So they're at the welcome table today. Grab one. Don't just turn off to um, tongues. Don't just turn off to praying in the spirit. Don't just shut down to it. Go to the Lord and say, Lord, show me the truth of it. Why do I need this? And this will help you find those verses that tell you about that. So you can get a book at the welcome table uh, today for free. So, we good? So. All right. Who's ready to pray? Who's ready to pray? <laughs> use your faith yes, when you're praying use in the your spirit. Faith. I know sometimes it's hard with your head. It'll be easier for your kids sometimes than the parents because they don't have as much uh, doubt up here. But uh, praying in the spirit is very effective, and the more effective, the more you do it by faith, the, the more effective you'll become. So if you're not sure, too, listen to what we're saying. When we're praying and um, don't just parrot what we're saying, but be intuitive and listen. I know when uh, <clears throat> Leanne was here and we had that one particular night where uh, I actually just ended up praying. I think it was a Saturday night. She was saying what I was saying and uh, just hooking up, you know what I mean, in the spirit. And hooking up in the spirit will help you become more effective on your own. Right, yeah, so... What Sean's saying, and I actually, that night that Sean was praying here and Miss Leanne was sitting over there, I was sitting there so I could hear both of them very well. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to learn something tonight. So I'm just listening, okay? And he's praying in the spirit. When he'd pray out English words, then Leanne would speak those too. So maybe he starts saying, praying, praying in the spirit, and then comes out English words, the rain, the rain. I would say, yeah, the rain. Thank you, Lord, for the rain. 
You know, you jump in, you bring, we're in unity in this, right? We're praying in the spirit. And what I feel like we're supposed to pray for today is we're going to pray for one another. Now, I don't want you to go lay hands on anybody. I don't want you to do that. I just, we're going to pray for our brothers and sisters, pray for the church, pray for this service this morning, all right? And pray for the rain. So, you guys ready? So, Father, we just thank, yeah, you, Lord. thank you, Lord. Father, we come into your presence thank you, with reverence thank you, and Jesus. honor to your thank name. You. We, you. We, thank we thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you that, that you're teaching us how to pray. Deeper levels. Yeah, understanding of yeah, that, Lord. That, Father, we're understanding, Lord, the importance of the gift of praying in the spirit that you've given us. Thank you. Man, we're so thankful for that. We are not left in any situation without help. You've supplied it all. You've supplied everything that we need. We're not those that draw back. But, Father, we press forward in you. We're not those that give up. But, Lord, we stand strong in faith and on the word of God. Lord, we're those that honor your word. We're those that honor your Holy Spirit. And we flow with you. And Lord, we lift up this body. We lift up one another, this church, what you're doing here. Lord, we thank you, Father, that you're strengthening this body. You're strengthening us, Lord, in all ways. In our physical bodies. Lord, in our minds, our, our, our soul. Lord, we're being strengthened. We're being lifted up. We're being encouraged, Lord, this morning. I thank you, Father, that there's an endurance, Lord, that's settling in each one. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're opening the eyes of our understanding, that revelation and that insight, Lord, that we see, we know, we understand, Lord, by your spirit. Father, we are those that dig in. We do not let up. We do not give up. We are those that continue to move forward. We're those that continue to press toward the prize, that high calling in Christ Jesus. We're those that keep our eyes on the author and the finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ. We are those that, Father, we we are strong in faith because we, we, we read, we hear, we listen, we obey. We're doers of the word of God in this place. And now, Lord, we just yield to your spirit. We yield and pray out things, pray out mysteries in the spirit. If maybe you don't pray in the Holy Ghost, this could be the time where you'd be filled with the Holy Ghost. Just yield to the spirit of God. Oh, we move forward, we continue to grow, we develop. Oh, 
Manse. El Manse te no brechita, el Manso brechishi, full of faith, full of faith. Velamasca telena brandosha. Oh, we resist the fear, we resist the fear, we resist it in the name of Jesus. El abaso brechisete, el Manse telebretishki tiatarabaso broto, umbrende shiselebrasiti, el brandon zombre de shisiti. Oh, this is, this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith, our faith, velamaso, edebreshke, ilianda de devese telebrapaso broto, elamanzete, oh, because you've not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind, velamaso, ombre shete, edevisiti atarabaso, we live from that place, we operate from that place, breshete, elamanzo, breshisiti, andai, and zelebrabaso, brete, shisiti, oh, because that spirit, that spirit's been deposited in us. It's been deposited, it's been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. Oh, we're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Oh, we thank you for that supply. Yeah, we thank you for that supply. The supply, the supply in this place, the supply in this place. That supply lives in you. That supply is in you. From him. Celebrando, <laughs> 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 
and a manse telera brabasso bretesha, iriete sedienda ramanzo breteshila brabasso brende, brando brando broshke, enzela fanzo breshisti tiatara ramasso brete. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just thank you. We praise you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. We don't need to know exactly what we prayed out. We know that we prayed, Lord, out mysteries. We prayed things out in the spirit. And we trust, Father, that your way is the best way. It works. We thank you, Father. We give you glory and honor in this place. Lord, we thank you that it's raining. It's raining. It's raining. It's raining and it's raining and it's raining father we come in line with your rain to receive the rain father we thank you for it in Jesus name amen amen just remember too that praying in the spirit as it says in Jude 1 20 uh, build yourself up on your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost if you feel down if you feel like you're just kind of lost in a second just take some time and pray in the Holy Spirit it's good for you doesn't ever hurt anything. So love you guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.